0: You're listening to Women's Cricket Chat with Hannah and Alex. Today we're joined by Cassie Keynes and Nick Friend from The Cricketer.
1: So we're talking today about Northwest Wonder.
0: So obviously Northwest Wonder. Um, last year played in the Rachel Heyhoe Flint Trophy. They won two games, uh, lost four, and finished third in their group. Obviously this year we've got the Rachel Heyhoe Flint 50 over competition and also the regional T20. So just to get your guys' thoughts really on how we think that 50-over competition and the T20 will be for the Thunder this year.
2: I thought they were encouraging last year, weren't they? In, in, certainly with the ball. Perhaps were sort of a few runs lighter than where they'd have liked to have been. But um, I think an interesting spot, having Alex Hartley as their captain, obviously, because they've got... I guess they've got the sort of real genuine experience that some of the other sides won't have in terms of having played at the highest level, knowing what it takes to to be a professional cricketer, to, yeah, I guess, to sort of reach that pinnacle. So I guess having had that winter, having had this sort of first proper winter, as it were, albeit semi-restricted by COVID and other things, I think it puts them in quite an interesting, interesting position going forward. And, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. There's a lot of left-arm spin, isn't there? And that, that's well, not just Alex, but obviously Sophie, Sophie, Sophie is available. Hannah Jones, when I guess she's obviously one obviously on a contract. It'll be interesting to see where they go from... I think that sort of initial starting point last year where they were sort of a young side, perhaps for the majority anyway, with, without many, I guess, sort of guaranteed runs, as it were, whereas certainly their group with Northern Diamonds and Central Sparks perhaps had a bit more of that with, with some of the more experienced batsmen at the top of it.
1: Yeah, and I think especially having like Kate Cross come in and having Sophie Eccleston at their disposal at the start of the competition, it did make a massive difference for them, especially against Lightning. Like Lightning were a bit ahead of the curve, I think, and then mm. Sophie Eccleston just came through and destroyed their middle tail order and claimed the big points there so it'll be interesting like you said to see how the England players do slot into the regional side and how regional players now after having a whole year of training almost together you know Covid getting in the way at some points but it'll be interesting to see how that year has pushed on their games.
2: I think it'll be interesting with Kate as well So I guess we don't know for certain how much cricket the England players will play in the regional comp but with someone like Kate, who is, you'd have to say is on the periphery of, of that England side, you wonder whether actually it might benefit Thunder a bit more. They might see more of her than, than for example, you know, Northern Diamonds might see of Catherine Brunn, that Siver. So, you know, that might sort of, her misfortune might play into Thunder's hands, potentially, depending on how England go with the ball and where she fits into those plans.
0: And we sort of emphasise there the importance of that blend of youth and experience. How do you think that that sort of blend will help Thunder this year in the competition?
1: Yeah, I think it's also important to note as well, there's some really strong former kind of county players as well, the likes of Georgie Boyce and the players who've played in the KSL previously, and they're still relatively young, in their young 20s, but reasonably quite experienced.
2: Yeah, Uh, and then you've got someone like Nat Brown, who's obviously older than most of that squad, I think probably the oldest bow in the squad, but they had a really good year last year, I think was pretty close to, was certainly involved in discussions around the contracts. And... Yeah, as you say, someone who has played a lot of county cricket. We can, I guess, only ho- only out the rest of the squad that is, as you say, sort of in the main, pretty young. A lot of 20-year-olds, a lot of, lot of 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds, 19-year-olds. Obviously, people who made their debut sort of a fair old time ago in a lot of cases, even despite their age. But um, And someone like Libby, Heath, Libby Heap as well, who's only 17. But I guess he was another who will benefit from... I mean, being a 17-year-old spinner in that squad with Hartley, Eccleston, Hannah Jones to a lesser extent could only help, I guess, the development of some of these younger players.
0: And we also talked about the spin unit that um, Thunder have. How important do you think that will be to their success this year?
2: I think it's a hard one because I think one of the great things we saw last year was the quality of pitches and the quality of pitches played on and therefore the runs scored and actually that it, you know, it was, um, you had to bowl well. And while... I'm not saying they won't bowl well, but I guess the flask of the pitch, if you are picking, you know, three spinners and you're bowling less than 50 over, you're bowling 30 over to spin out of 50, then I guess you would like a bit of assistance, wouldn't you, for the for the spinners? You like your ball to turn, you'd like your ball to bounce. Otherwise, it can get a bit samey, can't if it's not at, if the pitch isn't doing that much. So it'd be interesting to see how that dynamic works and whether perhaps they do need to turn to, to their seamers a bit more than perhaps the sort of the sort of the setup of their squad might suggest.
1: It definitely does and you hit the nail on the head there about the pitches because it is different to what these players were playing on in the county kind of structures even in the KSL to kind of some extent as well they weren't necessarily always playing on the best pitches so it is going to be so interesting to see that this year if if it's going to be the same (laughs) as last year where they are playing on these amazing wickets how much can they actually get away with what is the margin for error there they are going to get punished by the batters if they do do anything a bit too loose so I think yeah the pitches are going to be a hot topic again this summer I think and it's only going to create more entertainment too. Yeah
0: and we've sort of touched upon players such as Nat Brown who perhaps maybe weren't that well known within the overall um, setup. certainly known to a lot of girls that play county cricket. Who do you think the sort of ones to watch are within that Thunder setup that perhaps you know people might not know that well but are actually really talented and do have a lot of promise this season?
2: I think a big one that's probably she's probably not quite what you, what you mean here, but someone like Emma Lamb, who's obviously been around that England setup with the academy, and I think she was involved in that in the post-Covid training group as well. I think someone like her, I think she's the one to watch in the sense really, this can be quite big year for her, can't it? In the sense she's been part of that academy, she's she's seen what it's like in that group with the full England sides. She's played a lot of cricket now, even I think 22, 23, and obviously she's had a contract as well, so so she has. Spent her winter training. I think it reminds me home. Her brother Danny, yeah, plays for, plays for Lancashire Men. So there is a, I guess, an understanding there in the family already of what it takes to be a professional cricketer and um, sort of, you know, how you can push yourself to that next level. And I think she's the kind of person that can really benefit in, especially in the short term, from from the full time contract. And I think hopefully we'll see. And as we, we've talked about the quality of pitches already, but I mean, if we're talking about someone that you know the Thunder could do with sort of scoring a lot of runs this year, she would certainly be one. And if she can do. Given that she's known to those selectors already, and given that she knows the England set up already, she could really benefit herself going forward and taking that step to the next level and higher honours and that and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and for me, like I'm just looking through the batting averages from last year, and it's actually a little bit disappointing as well. I guess when you do look through that list, that actually yeah. not many players actually did pull off last year, and maybe that was a bit of a struggle for them. And like they say, isn't it? Like, class is permanent, form is temporary, and I don't think they found their form last year at all. So players like. Lamb will hopefully step up because she only got to play two matches last year, only scored nine runs, high score of six, and that doesn't reflect who she is as a player. But for me as well, Georgie Boyce, I think she's been around a fair bit within the KSL and had a few moments, but isn't somebody who is massively well known, I don't think. Kind of goes under the radar a little bit, but has so much potential and she hits the ball hard as well, but Frelkeld as well with the gloves. Don't underestimate her. She's still such a youngster as well. And with the bat, she did hit a half century last year as well. And I know she's been really working on her game. And we spoke to Alex Hartley earlier this year, and she mentioned about how Ellie has been really working on her batting because she wasn't known for her batting. She was known as somebody great with the gloves. But as we know, like, you can't just be a keeper in the women's game. You have to be able to bat and for all cricket really as well, isn't Mm. it? You have to be able to do both.
2: She's been talked about a lot in that context. And sorry, the quality of her glove work. But as you say, I, mean, I guess England have probably taught taught women's game this better than anyone in the last decade or so. With obviously with Sarah with Sarah Taylor and now Amy Jones. I mean, they've almost been hard done by, haven't they? The quality of their the quality of their wicket keeping has certainly, in Sarah's case, probably especially in Sarah's case, almost made people forget how how good a batter she was and she and she is. And like likewise with Amy. I mean, Amy is I'd say possibly as techn- technically correct and possibly as watchable. A player as there is in that England team, though, when she's at her best with the bat. But we almost that almost goes on the radar, doesn't it? Especially in Sarah's case, because of because of her glove work. And I think anyone coming to that England team now has to be able to do both. And as you say, obviously in the modern game, it's important anyway. But but you know they've they've sort of batted those two batted were well, anywhere from probably two down to six in that England side. And if you can't do that job with the bat, then I think I think it's very difficult to to make that step up now because of the example that's been set by those that have come before. So, yeah, I think, as you say, I think everyone knows, through our ability with, with the gloves, it's whether she can, as you say, sort of move on from that 50 last year and sort of turn that into something pretty consistent this year.
1: Yeah, I definitely, definitely hope so. so, because looking at the batting stats for Funder, there's a lot of room for improvements, I think, and we have got Alex Hartley now in the waiting room, and hopefully Ellie will be joining us shortly as well, so... Thank you so much for doing this at such short notice as well. No problem. Cassie's joining us instead of Alex today as well. So we're getting a few of the other girls involved as well. So you'll hear more of their voices. So Cassie, do you want to do the first question? Yeah,
0: so um, first of all, this year, there are no North and South groups. So instead, you're going to play each team once. How have you prepared for coming up against teams that you might not have faced before?
3: We haven't, to be completely honest. You know, we've just said that we're going to just, focus on ourselves, play our natural game. We're a team that's going to take a few years until we're sort of hunting for trophies. So we're going to just concentrate on ourselves and, and try and win more games of cricket than we did last year. So the coming up of the likes against George Adams, who obviously scored so many runs last year and she's an unbelievable player. I think we just tackle that when it comes about and we
4: just, as I said, concentrate on ourselves for now. Well, yeah, I think Al said it all there, really. I think we've got a really young team this year and I think, like Al said, I think it's just focus- about focusing our- on ourselves and trying to get better with each game and trying to find find ways of winning games. And, yeah, when we do come up against these-, these other teams and good players, it's about, yeah, just trusting what we've done in the winter and, yeah, just worrying about ourselves, really.
1: Thinking about last year, what was kind of the highlights for you? Because you got the two wins over Lightning. What were the positives in those matches and... Tell us about obviously the difficulties of last year with stop start not sure if it was going to be going ahead or not and it must have been pretty difficult to try and settle in.
4: Last year I think we were just lucky to play any cricket I think going through that lockdown and stuff I think a lot of people thought we wouldn't play so just to get any cricket was great and yeah, to play six games, we won two of them and they were both against Loughborough, which was ideal, beating all my uni mates. <laughs> but yeah, to get two wins with, with like we said, that young that young team and yeah, it was great. And I think if we can just improve on that this year, we spoke about winning more games this year than we did last year. And we also spoke about trying to like compete in, in more games for longer periods of time. And I think, yeah, we have got a young team, but we've also got some, some good cricketers in there. And I think we've had a good winter behind us as well. So hopefully, yeah, we will improve on that this year from what Ellie said I think selfishly a, a massive plus for me was that I enjoyed my cricket
3: again and I remember uh, the last game of the season we played we lost against Yorkshire and we also, we play highlight low like quite a lot as a team and just try and just to get a feel-good session so like a low light might be someone fought like me leaving a cricket ball and getting bowled but the highlight for me last year was genuinely enjoying my cricket and when I started telling everybody I just burst into tears and I was like well This is how much cricket actually means to me. So personally, it was the enjoyment, but obviously it was fantastic to uh, get out there and play.
0: And what are your aims for the season as a team, but also as individuals?
3: Aims for the season, as Elle said, we're just going to try and compete in more games. I think last year we got hammered in quite a few of them. And when we lost, we lost heavily. So if we can compete for longer periods... And longer passages of play throughout each game that we play then that's going to be a bonus and rather than concentrating on the win or lose concentrate on the little partnerships that we got have we had a couple of partnerships of 50 have we had somebody outstanding with the ball and control the controllables rather than look at the bigger picture
4: yeah i'd agree and i think what al said previously about the enjoyment i think that's massive as well for, for the group we've got and um, that's massive for me personally as well and again personally I, I just want to contribute to to us winning some games and hopefully with the bat as well as the gloves so
1: yeah we were just talking um previously as well earlier about the difficulties of being a keeper you have to be able to bat and speaking to Alex previously on a podcast she mentioned how you've really been working on your batting game to become a bit higher up the order you can now open you can be in the middle you could practically be anywhere
4: yeah, I think that's that's massive, being a keeper. I think like keepers often get labelled as a keeper and I think that's difficult because then there's obviously only one space in a team. So I think I'm trying to make it the other way where I can be labelled as a batter, which is going to take time. And yeah, I am working really hard on my batting and hopefully I can sort of prove myself in the summer in games, I guess. But yeah, we've all had a good winter behind us this year. So hopefully it won't just be me and a, f- a few of the other girls, can, we can all step up and score some runs. Yeah,
1: because you did get a 50 last year as well and it was like a crucial 50 as well, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, yeah. It was in the first game, actually. It peaked, peaked a bit too early. <laughs> I don't think I scored a run after that. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, being a bit more consistent is definitely a goal of mine as well, because at times I've shown I can do it, but it's, it's probably once a season at the minute. So yeah, getting get a bit more consistency and contributing to more wins is definitely what I want to do.
1: And just thinking about um, batting as well, like it didn't quite pull off for the whole team last year, but who should we be keeping an eye on for this year?
3: Our top four are going to be crucial for us. You know, we've we've got Emma Lamb. She won't be with the England girls this this year in their bubbles. So we've got her batting at three. Elliot four. Laura Marshall really powerful at the top of the order. She hasn't come off for us in the last like last year or a couple of years before. But she has got so much potential to take advantage of the power play. So I've got everything crossed that she comes off because I do believe that she can be a, a real bonus to our team.
0: And obviously you're both on full-time contracts now. How do you think that's benefited you as players and helped you develop your game? Personally for me it's been working
4: with like a really good group of coaches. I think I've always worked pretty hard and I've always put time into my cricket so it's not really a time thing. It's been more of a like, like training smarter rather than training harder and working with, like I said, we've got a great team of coaches this year and just yeah being able to train a bit smarter and train a lot better and yeah it's been been difficult at times trying to balance it with uni etc but yeah it's like been a great opportunity i'm really grateful for to get it yeah it's been good
3: but in all seriousness it has for the first time ever in you know female domestic cricket we've had a full-time setup and we've trained consistently throughout the winter we've had fantastic coaches like ellie said we've had input from director of cricket on hat like we're trying to drive the program and make it better for the the so-called next generation of of Lancashire Thunder players so the fact that we can have that input as well and and move things forward has been great but yeah like I said we've just been able to train more consistently and and things can only improve when you train And, and it sounds so simple but in the past you train every other Sunday if you can make it or if you can be bothered so the fact that we can train three four times a week is is brilliant.
2: Just on that, is that quite feel normal for you again? If you know what I mean? So I guess you've you've done this before.
3: Yeah, it is. It's sort of the norm, isn't it for me? And I and I've come from a professional setup, and I've come from an England training camp where everything's good and everything's set out, and you sort of get a silver spoon and you get what you want. And so there are some frustrations, you know. There there are things that need to change, but that's what I see. My role as is saying, well, this is what should be a professional setup and this is what we've got where can we meet in the middle and how can things change I'm not taking anything away from Lancashire Thunder they've been absolutely brilliant and we've had an amazing winter There are always going to be some teething issues when it's the first year of a a competition first year of us being professional cricketers and sometimes I forget I get really frustrated and then remember that I've only been a pro for six months in this setup so things are going to take time and I've committed to, to the next five or six years playing and that's because I want to change things and move the, the game forward I thought you told us 10 years oh depends if I could have kids and come back I've got got to have kids first I'll find someone to have kids with but yeah
1: yeah, no, but I think it is so important as well because sometimes we see people being overly grateful, like, oh my God, it's amazing, we've got contracts. And then they forget that actually there's still progress to be made. And it's so good that you are keeping like recognizing that there are even issues that do need to change and like how you can change it and that you're a part of that drive to do better.
3: Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's brilliant that we have 40 contracted players in the country. Like the game is moving forward, but it's a full time job on a part time wage. So I have to work as well alongside what I'm doing and like Ellie's at uni, Boyce's at uni, these these other girls are at university but they're also looking at other career options as well because it's not sustainable but it's only going to get better, it's not going to get any worse so you, I can't take that away from the ECB.
1: Absolutely right and Ellie what is it like for you now knowing that you have got that security of having a contract whilst you are studying?
4: Yeah it's brilliant, obviously like at times it's been a bit difficult to balance and you know, I do have to like sort of make sure I keep my uni work up which is difficult at times but um yeah it's been great and to have income I suppose like Al said I'm quite lucky because I'm still living at home my parents and (laughs) I am still at uni so it's I'm quite grateful that it's happened this year but at the same time they're only one year contracts so it's sort of like like Al said I'm looking at other career options as well for the future but also like if I ever have a bad season like who knows what, what could happen so I think it's Yeah, it's looking at career options for the future and to do alongside it because it's a bit of a part-time wage. But at the same time, it's like you have security, but you don't because it could just be over in a year. So it is pretty difficult. But yeah, really grateful and fortunate to be in the position I'm in.
0: And obviously this season as well, we've got the regional T20s. How are you guys feeling about that? And how have you prepared for the T20 aspect of the game? We haven't really done anything different, have we? We
3: We've just said we're going to try and improve as a squad and, and play better cricket. I love 50 over cricket as sort of what I play and what I'm good at. So, personally, I've tried to bowl a little bit quicker because if I don't bowl well in these T20s, man, my 100 contract might be in jeopardy because nobody will want to sign me. So, selfishly, I'm going to use these T20s to try and improve my game.
4: Yeah, like Al said, not not doing too much too differently, but I think it's a good chance to put your name in the hat for the 100, I guess, and like runs in the regional 2020 comp will mean a lot. And I think, yeah, if you like... I don't think obviously the batting order and the teams obviously change in the hundreds, so it's a good chance to to stake a claim for for that.
1: so just thinking as well about bowling because we've spoken a lot about batting, but we did have some really good um bowling last year, so who are the players that did impress you? Libby Heap
3: for our team, she was brilliant. She's going to have a little bit of a battle this year because we've got Emma Lamb back in our squad, so it's going to be more difficult for her to get into the starting eleven. but if she can play well in the academy and when she gets given her opportunity, sort of take it with both hands. But then you've got the Bryce sisters, you know, uh, is it Catherine Bryce who bowls a bit of Seymour? Have I got that one wrong? It is Catherine Bryce. She was brilliant for Loughborough last year. And I just think anybody that has been given one of these contracts that has the opportunity to train, full-time. It's only going to get better. Izzy Wong has just come back from an England tour and she balls quick. I mean, I have said to her, please don't ball bouncers at me, mate, because I'm going to get hit in the neck like I did yesterday at cricket training. So, it's just one of those. Everyone's going to get better and I I don't think there's going to be a certain view to look out for, but anyone that's contracted deserves that contract and they're good players.
2: Alex, speaking as captain and spinner as well, I guess, obviously the quality of pitches last year was a massive thing and certainly help the batters from your all squad's perspective being loaded with spinners does yeah i guess we were talking we were talking earlier cassie hannah and i about what that necessarily means i mean if do you have to have a point of difference each of you if you're going to pick three spinners bowl 30 overs out of 50 a spin if it you know if bits are going to slide on and, and help the likes of george adams and
3: yeah don't get me wrong I would love to play on that Liverpool wicket where all the spinners can bowl 10 overs for 15 runs each every week but that's not good for women's cricket. We want to be at Old Trafford playing on the best wickets possible and and therefore as a spin unit we have to be adaptable. We have to be able to bowl on wickets where it's turning sideways and have to be able to bowl on roads where it's just going to skid on. The fact that we've got me and Hannah Jones both left-arm spinners jonesy skids the ball on she'll ball with a new ball and it sort of skids on off the lacquer of the ball and she can become quite a threat hitting that knee roll whereas i look to turn the ball a little bit more and obviously Lamy being an off spinner she's completely different she can be attacking and she can be defensive so we have got a really rounded spin unit and what's fantastic and brilliant is sophie eccleston comes back into that as well when she's available and i think there we cross might not even get a ball if I have anything to say about it I'll just ball
2: off spin how much are the, are the England girls expecting to see Does, is that something will that just become clear over the summer
3: yeah I, I
2: don't think I should really say too much on that to be honest Shannara. I'll get everybody in trouble that's the journalist i will go
1: back on mute <laughs> Nick someone told us at least four games so I don't know if Hartley can um, confirm or deny I can neither confirm or
3: deny <laughs> purely because I don't actually I know a little bit but I don't actually know enough to to say it because if I get it wrong then I'm going to look bad on her.
1: Not at all. <laughs> but yourself as well, 11 wickets last year. Yeah, but must have been coming out well. Like you must be full of confidence going into this season, especially after uh, obviously the upset yeah. Football.
3: Yeah, it was nice to get back out there and, and I wasn't concentrating on taking wickets last year and I wasn't concentrating on the economy rate. I was just saying, I'm going to enjoy my cricket and what will be, will be. So I did ball well last year and I'm really happy with the way things went, but... I'm hittable when I bowl like last year I was hittable and I, I had a few games where I was quite expensive so I've worked on my game and tried to bowl a little bit quicker so I hope nobody listens to this actually because they'll know that I'm going to bowl a bit quicker but I'm trying to adapt my game and be better because even though I'm not in an England squad or on an England side I want to do the best I can for, for Lancashire and and that's ultimately I've I've got to bowl better than I have been in previous years.
2: Is that bowling quicker than you did for England or is that bowling quicker? I mean, is that looking at someone like Sophie and the success she's had sort of pushing you through a bit more or is that just quicker than you did last year?
3: I've never been a quick spin bowler. Yeah. I've always got the ball up and down and tried to turn it. But when you're bowling in T20 cricket, you get the ball up. A batter can move their feet and get after you and get under the ball. So I don't want to be like Sophie Eccleston because she's unique. She's the best in the world mm-hmm. and you should never try and be somebody else. But I've learned from the way she bowls and how she bowls into the pitch quick, getting the ball up there, still allowing it to turn. But a little bit quicker, so I've I've been trying that this winter, and and I'm hoping that it pays off. If
0: not, I'll just retire.
2: Five or six years old, we'll, we'll drop again.
0: And also, we briefly mentioned the hundred. What are you guys looking forward to most about the hundred competition this year?
4: I think it's just really exciting, isn't it? Like, it's just a new competition. It's a new new brand of cricket. And the fact that we're getting treated as equal to the men's brilliant as well. And I think it's just a really good opportunity to, to play in a big, really big competition and everything about It's just really exciting. So for me, it's just, yeah, I can't wait to get going.
3: I think for me, there is so much buzz around it, isn't there? It's the 100. I mean, we've saw pictures of Georgie Boys hitting watermelons yesterday. And honestly, <laughs> I was like, this is great. I was like, I want to hit a watermelon. Maybe I'll have to try and bowl one. But in all seriousness, it's the closest me and Ellie are going to get to the standard of international cricket. And I think the more competitive cricket we can play and the highest standard we can play is going to give us the best opportunity moving forward in our careers. And and the fact that we get to play in the 100 and, and make our Put our names forward for other selections is a great opportunity, but it's it's sort of one of them where there's so much buzz around it, you kind of have to ignore it because at the end of the day, if you let all the buzz in and you let it get on top of you, then you won't perform. So there's there's a fine line of of enjoying it and and letting the pressure get to you.
2: Have you thought about the prospect of obviously obviously you're playing the first game of the tournament? I remember being on a call where Kate was asked about bowling the first ball and just hoping she hit the cut strip. and they she said. <laughs> but have you thought about? Yeah, I guess that's a I guess that would be a significant sort of landmark moment, sort of drawing the curtain for the entire competition, men's, women's, and obviously for the for the format as well. Have you thought about that first game and, and sort of how you're hoping to go?
3: <laughs> I haven't thought about it at all. The only thing I think of is I'm definitely going to be the first player to ever be hit for 6-100. I know it just... <laughs> It makes me cringe because that's going to happen. Eccleston's not going to be hit for six, is she? So, but no, seriously, I haven't thought about it because it's so far away. We've got other mm. cricket to concentrate on. And and first and foremost is for me and El to score runs and, and take wickets in the Rachel Hayhoe.
1: And you are away on that first match, aren't you, against Western Storm. So it's going to be a different team to face. So thoughts going into that one?
4: Yeah, we haven't played them yet, have we? So that'll be exciting. I think, yeah, it'd be good to have a bit of an away day as a team as well, I guess. And yeah, it's good to play different oppositions, isn't it? We played. We only played three teams last year, so it'd be good to play against them, see what they're about and hopefully play some good cricket.
3: Yeah, and we've got the nicest kit going into that first game of the season,
1: so that's already a little win for us. And then Cassie and Nick, have you got any more questions or should we do a final one?
2: Did you get a chance to watch much of the other teams last year? Obviously you're playing, obviously the rounds sort of coincided in most of them, but have you had much of a chance to see how they went about their stuff and I guess just sort of analyse, analyse these, the sides that you didn't play last year?
3: Yeah, I'm a proper cricket badger, so I watch it all on MV play and I watch everything. If someone's got runs, I'll watch how, where they've scored their runs, how people have taken their wickets. and But that's not because I want to see how
4: other teams are going, that's just because I love cricket, so I'm a proper little cricket badger. I personally didn't watch a lot of it, but I think we've all played enough cricket against these players now to sort of know them anyway. And I think, like, although it's a new competition and it's new teams and it's been restructured, I think a lot of these girls obviously play county cricket and we've played yeah. against them a lot. So not I didn't watch a great deal of it, but I think, yeah, we know we know enough about these girls. So,
2: Obviously, having had a full winter on the full-time contracts now, you are know, you expecting to see players change much across the, sort of between the end of last season and the start of the season or... Or is that, I guess, in both your cases, having sort of having sort of been there first time, is, is that something that's a longer process?
3: Yeah, players do change. So we've just played against the Central Sparks in three warm-up mm. games. And Eve Jones, annoyingly, has become a fantastic cricket player. She was playing 360. <laughs> She's got this cover drive that threw extra cover and mid-off that me and Ellie just couldn't get our angles right to sort of stop that. And it was really frustrating. But... On the plus side, it's great to see that these programmes are working. She's got better. She's developed her game. So everybody will have got better and it's just mm-hmm. going into the season. And, and as I keep saying, concentrating on ourselves and Elle can only do what she can do and I can only do what I can do.
0: So why should fans support um, Thunder this year?
3: Because we're the underdogs. You know, we we've right. gone into the, we've gone into the season last year. We've played, obviously, it's not the same as the KSL, but we won one game in two years in the KSL. We've gone into last year, we won two out of the six or however many we played. We are the underdogs, we've got such a young side. But we're all really nice people, or I'd like to say we're really nice people, and we just play cricket because we enjoy it. We enjoy each other's company. We get to travel the country with our mates, and if that's not a
4: reason to support us, I don't know what is. Yeah, what Al said. Yeah. Without repeating what she said I'd like to think that as a team we all get on really well and we, we're all about enjoyment and we're all just trying to get better and like we've said previously I don't think we're going to be winning any trophies anytime soon although that would be great <laughs> but I think yeah we're just going to try and get better and try and play well together as a team and um, yeah we're definitely the underdogs but I'd like to think we're, we're going to win some games of cricket so yeah I'm excited.
1: But the final thing we need just for this podcast is just your social media handles um, so we can plug them at the end of the episode. So all you have to do is say your name and where you can find yourself at.
3: Alex Hartley and um, it's Alex Hartley 93 across all platforms. Keep it
4: simple. I'm Ellie Thrillkeld and my Instagram is Ellie Thrillkeld7 and my Twitter is just at Ellie Threlkeld. Ellie's got a Ellie
3: Threlkeld underscore bakes because she likes baking uh, cakes as well give that
4: one a follow and my little dog's got one as well at Maisie <laughs> the multi poo
1: well thank you both for joining us and especially like such short notice and stuff and I hope the season goes well for you both and that our paths cross in actual life rather than just over zoom but enjoy
0: the sunshine like for most of it and speak soon see, yeah. see you all soon Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks Bye. 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 massive thank you to Alex and Ellie for talking to us about all things thunder and we wish them well for the season ahead. And to all our listeners, if you want to keep up to date with everything we're doing, you can follow us on Twitter at wcricketchat Chat and on Instagram at Women's Cricket Chat. And if you want to give us a like on Facebook, we are Women's Cricket Chat. And if you wanted to give our personal Twitters a follow, Hannah is at hannity 1194 and I'm at Alex Jane Pereira. This has been Women's Cricket Chat. Tune in next time.